Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. Always is something that you're going to need to be doing is documenting. Whether it's a timeline form, whether it's, you know, you end up needing it for the statutes to prove different elements of a statute, you definitely need documentation. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Zong, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. On today's episode, we are going to talk all about how to beat a narcissist in court. Hey there, I'm Rebecca Zung, and I am an attorney. I'm also a narcissist negotiation expert, and I've been recognized as one of the top attorneys in the country, and I've helped millions of people through this channel and thousands of people in my practice and also through my narcissist negotiation programs, and I want to help you too. So make sure that you subscribe to this channel and hit that notification bell. And by the end of this video, I'm going to give you five ways to make sure that you beat a narcissist in court. So you're going to want to make sure you stay till the end. You're going to want to make sure that you save this video. You're going to want to make sure you share it out. You're going to want to make sure that you go ahead and watch it over and over again, because I'm going to give you all the ways to make sure that you beat a narcissist in court. Okay. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to remember the acronym, knock them dead, all right? So D-E-A-D-D, so two Ds, but D-E-A-D-D, knock them dead. So the first D stands for document everything, and I mean everything. So just, you know, you're going to want to journal everything. You're going to want to document everything. In my slave program, I actually have 12 different things that you're going to want to be documenting, but you're going to want to document everything with regard to finances, to your children. If you have children, you know, anything that they do that seems out of the ordinary, I know it's a pain, but you know, if you have a notes app or something, you know, just note, note it because you're not going to remember, but you know, even if it's crazy, you know, like you think, oh, I don't know if I should write that down, but you know, you just never know. And there's many different ways that these um, things come into play. So uh, you will want to make sure that you document everything. And, you know, whether it's a business case or a family law case, or it's against a business partner, or, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a, a case against a, a, an employer or something like that, it always is something that you're going to need to be doing is documenting. Whether it's a timeline form, whether it's, you know, you end up needing it for the statutes to prove different elements of a statute, you definitely need documentation. I also have a podcast where I ended up 
interviewing one of the people who used my Slay for Biz program, Sharon Scott. I highly recommend that you check that out because she talked about how she used my program and really, uh, it, it really helped her a lot. So definitely document everything. The next thing is the E, emotions. Keep them in check. You're definitely going to want to keep your emotions in check. And, you know, there's so many different reasons that you want to keep your emotions in check. I mean, for one thing is that they want to trigger you constantly. I mean, they love to see you squirm. They love to, so they get supply from it. And you really don't want to give them narcissistic supply, obviously, because that's no fun. I mean, they just get the satisfaction of seeing you go crazy, right? I mean, why do you want to do that? But then the next thing is that they use your reaction against you. They go, look, there's the crazy one. There's the one that's, you know, the, 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 the problem. And they will use that against you in a number of ways. They use the emails against you, the texts against you. They may even be videotaping against you. They use the witnesses against you, whatever it is. So definitely keep your emotions in check. They use it for custody. They use it for, I mean, so many different things. So definitely E, keep your emotions in check. And it doesn't help you when you're negotiating either if you're all over the place you know, when it comes to settlements, because then you end up settling for things that you regret, you know, two months down the road, three months down the road, you're like, I didn't want to settle for that. Because a lot of times you're like, oh, I just, I just ended up settling for that because I just wanted to be done. I just wanted it to be over with. And, or or maybe you were just feeling pressured. And, And so you know, really try to keep your emotions in check. And by the way, if you're really, really struggling with that and, you know, because a lot of times when you're, you've been dealing with a narcissist for a long period of time, you you are in, you know, a trauma state, especially, you know, PTSD sometimes. We, I do have a partnership with BetterHelp. You can go to betterhelp.com forward slash Rebecca Zung. I do receive commissions on that. You, it doesn't cost you any more. We have a partnership with them because I wanted to have a partnership with a service that we could trust, that we could recommend. So if you are struggling, go to betterhelp.com forward slash Rebecca Zung so that you can get the help and support that you need uh, if you're having trouble with your emotions and you're having trouble with trauma. So that's the E. The next one is always wear the white hat. That's the A, always wear the white hat. And what do I mean by that? I mean by that in that you want to be the one, if you end up in front of the judge, which that's what this is about, you want to be the one where the judge is like, hey, this is the person that obviously is the good one. Let the narcissist be the one who's the one who's badly behaving. You know, a lot of times it's so easy to fall into, hey, they're behaving badly. They're doing things wrong. They did it too. 
I can do it too. What happens though is then you have a situation where the judge is just like seeing like two kids that are fighting. So for those of you who are out there watching who have children and you have more than one, what happens is they just are like, both of you just stop it. You know, they don't see that, oh, well, they started it or they're worse. They just see two people who just are fighting. So you want to be the one who's consistently not being in the mud with the other one. And because if you are the one who's what I call always wearing the white hat, who's not engaging, who didn't respond, who didn't get into it, and the other one is always the one who's constantly the badly behaved one, then it makes it really, really obvious who is the, the bad one. And, and it's kind of hand in hand with keeping your emotions in check, but it's even one step much, much further than that. I mean, so you really, really want to be the one who's just always behaving, who's just always, you know, always doing the right thing. So just kind of imagine that the judge is sort of walking around with you and watching every single thing that you're doing. Always wear the white hat. That's the A. All right. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zone. They're going to go after the thing that they think that you really, really want, right? So let them go after that particular thing. Back to school season is coming up, which can be difficult for those going through a divorce, especially when child safety is a concern. And here in Negotiate Your Best Life, my mission is definitely one to help divorce couples prepare, especially when narcissists are involved. And as you all know, I've partnered with Soberlink for a long time. And Soberlink is a system which helps with alcohol monitoring. It includes a breathalyzer device with facial recognition. It allows you to receive real-time updates and help co-parent so that you know, monitoring can be involved anytime, anywhere, swift intervention to improve child safety. And they're offering free packets right now. Go grab them. They've got checklists, communication tips, and more. Get your free packet right now. Soberlink.com forward slash negotiate. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging, like a narcissist or other high-conflict personality, and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation Cheat Sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. Take a listen to our archive where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. Anger tends to be the way that a narcissist will display much of their pathology, but anger is merely a reflection of what is already on the inside and they're not managing it well. And now we return to today's show. So the next one is don't go anywhere 
alone. That's the D, the first D in knock them dead. And we're going through all the elements of what to do to beat a narcissist in court. So knock them dead, D-E-A-D-D, beat a narcissist in court. And the first D is don't go anywhere alone. And, you know, this is because they're going to say, you followed them, you, you did this, you did that. They lie all the time. So they're constantly going to be saying that you were menacing, that you were threatening, that you, you know, did this with the kids or that you touched somebody inappropriately or, uh, you know, whatever it is that they make up constantly. And, and then you end up, you know, having to defend against these ridiculous claims. So you want to make sure that you have people around it, you know, as much as you possibly can. So as much as you possibly can, you know, if you have children, for example, have your exchanges for custody at daycares, at schools, you know, at shopping plazas or places where people are around because you just don't want situations where they can make things up about what's going on. And in that same vein, by the way, you're going to want to make sure that even depositions are videotaped if possible. And I have actually a whole uh, video on how to be a narcissist in mediation. And I talk about that in there. And you should definitely check out that that video as well, because a lot of you who are trying to beat a narcissist in court are also mediating with a narcissist. And you should definitely check out that video as well. And I also um, do have a whole video where I interviewed Judge Lynn Toller. And you guys should definitely check out that video too. She was the judge on divorce court for 17 years. And her video interview was very, very highly fascinating. So definitely check that out too. And if you guys are so ready to knock them dead, put knock them dead in the comments is I'm so ready to help you knock them dead. And if you've been following along with how to beat a narcissist in court and you've been following along with my acronym, you know there's one more D. There's one more D here. And the last D is decoys. It stands for decoys. And what I mean by decoys is you really do not want to give them your best offer or give them any of your best evidence or show them any of your cards or show them any of your hands, you know, until you're ready to unveil it in court or when you're ready. I mean, a lot of times while you're standing on the courthouse steps or even at lunch during the trial, they want to settle. They're ready to have settlement talks or even maybe the eve before trial or a couple of days before they're ready to have some settlement talks at that point or something. 
And you might be ready at that point as well, but you've got to have your strategy, your leverage, you know, have anticipated, you're focused on you, your position, that being on the offensive, my whole slay methodology at that point, you do not give them your best offer. You do not show your best evidence. You've been, you, you decoy the whole thing until you are so ready to go. Basically, the way I look at it is you're building an invisible fence around them until they feel you are, they don't, you turn on the lights and they realize, oh my God, I'm totally pinned in. And, and that, at that point, they have no choice but to resolve the issue with you or resolve the issues with you. So you're, you're, you're appearing weak, you're feigning ignorance, you, you know, oh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, you know, um, you, let them, let them think that they're winning. Let them go all crazy on you and, you know, allow them to go off. A lot of times that's good for you. You know, it's hard. I know because it's, you don't want them to get away with anything a lot of times during the case. But sometimes if you have an ongoing case, it's good to let them screw up because those little battles, you know, that show them that they're screw, you know, that show that they're screwing up help you to demonstrate to the judge who they actually are. So let them do that. Let them do that, you know, because then you can show patterns uh, that they aren't doing what they're supposed to do, show patterns that they're liars, show patterns that they are bad parents or terrible with money or whatever it is that you need to show it, it actually ends up helping you in the end or that they have anger issues or whatever it is. So that definitely helps you. So sometimes it's, it's really, really good to feign that you're weak, feign that you're ignorant. Some, a lot of times, by the way, you, you can pretend like there's a particular thing that you really, really want and it's not the thing that you really, really want because then, you know, they go after that, you know, because they're going to go after the thing that they think that you really, really want, right? So let them go after that particular thing, right? So those are the things to knock them dead and beat a narcissist in court. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, I encourage you to subscribe and write a review, rate it, write a review. And if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, I would highly encourage you to go check that out as well. Go definitely check that out. We have so many resources for you and make sure that you have 
Definitely grab my free Crush My Negotiation Prep Worksheet at winmynegotiation.com and definitely check out my free private Facebook group at Narcissist Negotiators with Rebecca Zung. Do not sit out there by yourself. We definitely want you to feel supported because today is such a great day to start negotiating your best life. They only win if you give in. So I will definitely be with you either on my YouTube channel or right back here again next Monday with another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Namaste. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember, if you want more ways to slay and you want more ways to be supported, you can always join my membership at joinslay.com forward slash slay. You can always subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can always grab my free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet at winmynegotiation.com. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening. 